Mark your calendar for October the 6th, 2022 from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. Pacific. The Center for Diabetes and Mental Health is hosting the second annual virtual event called Reimagine T1D. This two-hour interactive event will feature engaging speakers who will give you actionable strategies to live the life that you want, even with, or even especially with, T1D. The best part is, this event is absolutely free. Register now by going to www.reimagined1d.com. That's www.reimagined1d.com. If you can't make it live on October the 6th from 4.30 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. Pacific, a replay will be available to everyone who registers. Register for free right now at www.reimagined1d.com. And I can't wait to see you there. Welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman, and I invite you to join us as we talk candidly about the emotional challenges of living with type 1 diabetes. We'll give you actionable strategies to help you face these challenges head on, reduce your stress, and most importantly, live a full life without letting diabetes get in the way. Hey there, welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. With type 1 diabetes, you have to put in the work. There's really no other option. And I want to start with some bad news. Type 1 diabetes is a lot of work. Think about all the things that you do every single day to manage diabetes. You check your blood sugar. You change your pump site. You count carbs. You take insulin. You correct the highs. You correct the lows. You do lots of things on a minute-by-minute basis to manage your blood sugar. And no matter what technology you have or how good you are at managing diabetes, these things require work, and there's no way around it. And then we move on to the work of the emotional side of diabetes. Now, if you've listened to this podcast for any period of time, you know my belief, and that is that you have to work to manage the emotions of type 1 diabetes if you want to manage them. There's no magic wand. There's no wishing the emotional burden of type 1 diabetes going away. There's no way to snap your fingers and have it disappear. If you want to focus and work to manage the emotional burden of diabetes, you have to put in the work. That means you have to have intention. You have to want to put in the work and lean into the work. You have to have patience because the work of managing the emotional side diabetes is long. It's not easy. And sometimes it's downright challenging. And so having patience to feel those emotions and to get through the rough parts can be challenging and it's work. And then you have to have perseverance because again, it's not a quick process. It's not just snap your fingers and make it go away. The emotional burden of diabetes is there, and it'll be there for the foreseeable future. 
But if you have the perseverance that you need to get through those challenges and to work to make the emotional burden lighten a little bit, it will pay off. But what usually happens? You say you want the emotional burden type 1 diabetes to go away. And you say you want to make your life easier with diabetes. But you also have so much going on. And you tell yourself, right now, I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. I don't have any patience to deal with the emotional burden of type 1 diabetes. And so what do you do? You put it off. You say, I'll deal with it when I have time. I'll deal with it when I have more energy. I'll deal with it when I'm feeling more motivated. And then what happens? You don't deal with it. And it keeps on festering and getting worse and worse and worse. Is this something you can relate to? Have you ever told yourself that you'll deal with the emotional burden of diabetes, your diabetes burnout, your anxiety, your frustration, when you have more energy, when you have more time? I know I certainly have. And all it does is make the challenge build. It makes it bigger and bigger and bigger, as opposed to what you hope it's going to do. And that's going to make the emotional burden of diabetes go down or hopefully go away. But unfortunately, it just doesn't work that way. That's just not how the emotional burden of diabetes works. However, I want to give you some hope. You can manage it. Imagine this for a minute. Imagine that there's a machine in front of you and that machine spits out $10 bills. Every time that machine spits something out, you have enough money to go buy lunch. You have enough money to put a couple gallons of gas in your car, maybe. Or you have enough money to buy a cocktail. However, here's the downside. That machine requires you put in money in order to get money back. The good news is you only have to put in $2 to get $10 back. But you say to yourself, oh, I don't want to spend $2. What happens if it doesn't work? Or what happens if it gets lost? Or I just don't want to spend that money right now. Sounds kind of silly, doesn't it? I mean, if you knew that a machine would spit out $10 if you put $2 in, I would be sitting by that machine all day long and just taking those $10 bills. Or alternatively, what would you say if there was a machine that gives you an extra hour of rest every single day, but you have to put in five minutes of work to get that extra hour of rest? You may say, oh, I don't have that five minutes right now. I can't do that. I'm not going to deal with that. Oh, that's too much work to get that extra hour of rest. I'm not going to do it. I really hope that you can see the irony in these statements. Of course, if you could put in $2 and get $10 back, I hope you'd be doing that all day long. If you could put in five minutes and get an extra hour back every day, I hope you do that every single day. But I want to challenge you here. I want to challenge you to think about the emotional burden and the work involved in dealing with the emotional burden of type 1 diabetes in the same way. Look at the work of managing the stress of diabetes as an investment. And an investment that if you put in the time, you put in the effort, 
that it will pay off. I know it's so easy to come up with so many excuses about why you can't do it, about why it's too much work, why you don't have time. But the thing is, this is an investment that will pay off. How can you not have time to deal with the emotional burden of diabetes if the investment will pay off? Because that investment will give you back time. It will give you back energy and it'll pay off tenfold. However, you have to be intentional and you have to be willing to put in the investment. And I wanna talk about how you can invest in your emotional health in ways that I promise you will pay off. Here are five ways you can invest in your emotional health with type 1 diabetes that will have a payoff, that will benefit you, and that you will see a return on your investment with. First, be patient with yourself and give yourself grace. Second, stop trying to avoid uncomfortable emotions. Number three, stay present. Number four, set boundaries. And number five, get support. Let's look at these one by one so you can get a better idea about the investment involved and the potential payoff involved by putting in the work here. Number one, be patient with yourself and give yourself grace. This is an investment that takes time and takes challenge and takes a willingness to feel uncomfortable emotions. Being patient with yourself means allowing those emotions to be there. It means allowing yourself to feel them, but not trying to make them go away. And give yourself grace. Recognize that you're not going to be perfect. You know, perfection is actually a form of procrastination. It's a form of putting things off. Because it's impossible to be perfect in any area of your life. It just is. There's no way around it. And with diabetes especially, and the emotional burden of diabetes, it is impossible to feel good all the time. No human does, but certainly no person with diabetes does either. And so being patient with yourself and giving yourself grace is a way of taking the burden of perfectionism off of you. Patience takes work. You have to work through it. You have to give yourself the ability to deal with the uncomfortable emotions and be patient with yourself as you're working to improve. And giving yourself grace takes time and takes effort as well, it takes work. Because letting go of that perfectionism that is so ingrained in us can be really challenging. But what is the payoff? If you can be patient with yourself and give yourself grace, all of a sudden you become a whole lot more free and flexible because you haven't confined yourself to these ways of thinking about diabetes that don't give you any flexibility, the need to be perfect, the need for things to happen fast. Those things are lifted from you after the work and all of a sudden the world is your oyster. You have more freedom and flexibility than you thought possible with type 1 diabetes. Number two, stop trying to avoid uncomfortable emotions. Now this is closely related to number one. What happens when you avoid uncomfortable emotions? It's actually a lot of work. Try pushing emotions away. 
Maybe right now you're feeling burnt out with diabetes. Maybe you're feeling frustrated. Maybe you're feeling anxious. If that's you right now, try this. Try to push those emotions away. Try to make them go away, make them disappear. Make yourself happy and not burnt out and completely at peace. The more you try to do that, the more these emotions come back and bite you. So part of the investment that you need to put in yourself is to put your guard down and to stop trying to avoid those uncomfortable emotions and allow them to be there. Now there's a cost there. That cost is that these are uncomfortable. They're not fun to deal with. But the other option is just as costly, even though it may feel like you may have an ability to make the cost go down. Trying to push emotions away that cannot be pushed away just makes things worse. So I wanna challenge you to put in the work here, to put in the work of letting go, putting your guard down, and not trying to avoid uncomfortable emotions, and also not trying to control them. Again, this requires the ability to tolerate uncomfortable emotions, to tolerate distress around diabetes, and it's there. We all experience it on a regular basis. But investing there takes the burden off of you because now you're not trying to fight a fight that you can't win. And you're allowing yourself the freedom and flexibility that you need in order to live a full life even with diabetes. Number three, the way you need to invest here is to stay present. What does it mean to stay present? It means to be here in the here and now, not allowing your mind to wander to the past or the future. Now, our mind often wanders when we get uncomfortable, when diabetes overwhelms us, when we're feeling frustrated or anxious or overwhelmed. Our immediate reaction is to not be present, to have our mind go to the past or go to the future, or just get lost in our mind. So staying present takes work and takes patience because if your go-to strategy is to avoid by not being in the present moment, paying attention and being in the present moment is work, it takes work. And so staying present will help you. But what's the payoff? What's the return on investment by staying present? you get to act. The only place where you can behave and change things is in the here and now. And so by working to stay present and putting in the work to stay present, you will be able to make changes and to take action because you are here where action takes place. Number four, set boundaries. This is a tough one. You know I've talked about boundaries a lot on this podcast both about boundaries with ourselves around diabetes and boundaries with other people. And both these take work. Boundaries with yourself, you want to be able to stop yourself or allow yourself, whichever way you want to, around things like food, around checking your blood sugar, around your insulin dosing. All of those things require boundaries for yourself around what you do or don't eat, or what you, how much insulin you take, or how much you allow your mind to worry. Also, you have boundaries with other people. For example, you may have to set boundaries with your mom around how she asks about your blood sugars, 
And that's work because it requires you to maybe push yourself out of your comfort zone and let her know that what she's doing isn't comfortable for you and what you want and what's appropriate. That can be challenging. But what happens when you set boundaries? You allow yourself safety. You allow yourself to feel safe and you allow yourself to make sure that you are able to manage your diabetes in the best way possible. Without boundaries, you're not your own person and you're at the whim of your emotions and your desires, your own, as well as those of other people. And so the work of setting boundaries can pay off immensely in your emotional health with diabetes because it brings you back to yourself and allows you to take charge and do the things that are important to you. And finally, number five, get support. Getting support around type one diabetes is so valuable. However, it takes work and it takes time. Whether you're finding that support online, on Facebook or on Instagram or in any of the diabetes communities online, or you're finding support in real life, it takes effort and work to go to those events, to spend time reading and posting on social media, or even just scrolling and observing as a lurker. That support takes time. But what's the payoff? The payoff is immense. You see you're not alone. You can get support from people who get it. And you can get supplies and other resources that you may not have access to, as well as information that you may not have access to if you don't have support. I really wanna encourage you to put in the work to get the emotional support that you need in order to manage the emotional burden of type one diabetes. Now, part of that support may mean coaching and accountability to keep you on track. Make sure you are doing the best that you can with your emotional health with type one diabetes. And if you feel you could benefit from that, I wanna tell you about the Diabetes Psychologist Membership. The Diabetes Psychologist Membership is a program that helps people who feel weighed down by the constant stress of managing diabetes to find freedom and flexibility and spontaneity they desire. So they can start saying yes to the life that they wanna live without spending years in therapy and spending tons of money. The membership though takes investment. There's a small cost, both in money, but also in time. Part of developing your emotional skills with diabetes means putting in the effort. It means getting coaching. It means being vulnerable. It means asking for support and also being able to take in support from all kinds of other places like Facebook communities, as well as masterclasses and coaching that we have available in the membership. The membership gives you tools and skills like a monthly masterclass teach you practical skills that you can use to manage the emotional burden of diabetes. That takes a little bit of time. It's about an hour a month to put in the effort to learn about the skills and to practice them. We have live coaching available every single week where you can get your questions answered and get support from me live every week. But that takes investment. It takes a little bit of time on your part um, to get that coaching and to get that support. We have community. Again, we don't want to feel alone with type 1 diabetes, and community is so important, especially people who get the emotional burden and are working in that same direction that you are to reduce the emotional burden of type 1 diabetes. And so we want to make sure that you're in a place where you can get the support that you need from other people who get it. 
and that community is there for you in the membership. And then finally, on-demand access. We know that life keeps you busy, so you may not have time today to consume the content to gain the skills you need to manage the emotional burden of diabetes. So what are your next steps here? The first is, I want you to think about if the investment in your mental health is worth it. If I told you that if you put in an hour a week in investing in your emotional health type and diabetes, and you get back 10 hours a month, is that something worth investing in? In terms of your time and potentially your money? I hope the answer is yes. I'm confident that if you invest in yourself, if you set boundaries, if you tolerate distress, if you're patient with yourself, or if you join the membership, that it will pay off. That you'll have the tools and skills that you need to better manage the emotional burden of diabetes. And think about if that's possible, all of the things that will be possible for you in your life. I think that's an investment worth making in yourself. I want you to mark your calendar for October 17th. That is the day the doors to the Diabetes Psychologist membership open up again. Stay tuned to this podcast and my social media channels for more information, but that's the day it opens. And if you want to be the first to know about the doors to the Diabetes Psychologist membership opening, join the waitlist. You can go to www.thediabetespsychologist.com forward slash membership. That's thediabetespsychologist.com forward slash membership. So let's recap the five ways that you can invest in yourself and your mental health with type 1 diabetes. Number one, be patient with yourself and give yourself grace. Number two, stop trying to avoid uncomfortable emotions. Number three, stay present. Number four, set boundaries. And finally, get support. Get support from other people with diabetes. Get support from me and the membership. But no matter what you do, put in the work and get support. That does it for this episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do me a favor. Share it with a friend. Put the link in an email or a text message and send it to them. And of course, I always love hearing from you. So please send me an email to mark at thediabetespsychologist.com or DM me on Instagram at thediabetespsychologist. And of course, be sure to tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. Remember, type 1 diabetes is not easy, but you can have an easier time with it. And I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. For more resources, you can visit www.thediabetespsychologist.com. And be sure to sign up for the email list for access to exclusive content. I'm Dr. Mark Heyman, and tune in next time for the latest episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. Podcast.